Hello everybody, it is the 9th of April 2018, episode 99. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and back alongside me, as always, is... That doesn't say the 9th. Shh. Oh my... Quiet. Oh, am I in the... You're breaking the, the kayfabe, man. Oh, my fourth wall broke, is it? Oh, sorry, my uh, calendar is a week... Behind? We're time travelling. Shush. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Chris Mint, wrecker of dreams, and apparently calendar dates. And it is the 9th of April. It is the ninth of April. Yes, it Don't is. Don't ask me anything that's happened in the last week in pop Wasn't culture, Chris. Wasn't WrestleMania good whenever that happened with your man in the ring? I am really tired <sighs> right now because I've been up all night watching WrestleMania. That's right. Uh, with that eight hours plus. They put that, it was an April Fool's joke that was seven. Do you remember when eight. Undertaker flew off the Titantron and went to another planet? I couldn't believe whenever he got decapitated and how he truly is the dead man. I really cannot believe that at all. Um, but yes, so... So I uh, hope you all enjoyed WrestleMania as much as we did. and Best that. WrestleMania in history. Yes, that's what they all say after everyone. And uh, yes, that was that was fun. And um, yes, we'll be looking forward to Monday Night Raw tonight. The Raw After Mania. Yeah, because it's loud and they sing Bizarro stuff. Bizarro world, Michael. Yes, beach ball and we want pretzels and Michael Cole, X-Pac. They've actually banned the beach balls. Have they? They've got that struck. I wonder if Fandango will come out again. But yes, everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode 99 of Operation Retroshock. We're nearly there. We're on the home stretch. Two more weeks, and it's going to be episode 100. Then we're done forever. <laughs> then we're just packing it in. Yeah. Um, that's all we really wanted to achieve, was come back and get episode 100. Yep. Uh, but yes, we're getting in that home stretch, not only for episode 100, but Avengers Infinity War itself. So thank you very much for joining us, everybody. We're going to get this out of the way straight in this episode. We did it at the tail end of episode 98. We'll talk about it again here. But that is what we want from folks for episode 100. Yes. And that is your rankings of the Marvel MCU movie universe. I think it's, isn't it 18 movies before? Yes, 18 movies. Infinity War. 18 movies. Uh, essentially, you kind of have to count Spider-Man in that, even though it's kind of Sony slash Marvel. Yes. But yes, there is 18 movies um, in that. Um, so if you have all the Blu-rays all sitting aside, you should have them all there. Obviously, Black Panther is not available in Blu-ray, so just put that on. Also, if you have not seen Black Panther yet, feel free to put that at the bottom of your list, but put a little explanation, say, Black Panther is number 18, because I haven't watched it. Well, same applies if you haven't seen any of the movies in yeah. the NCU. I'm not saying don't send us a blank link with tons of asterisks beside <laughs> or anything like that, but if there is one or two that you haven't seen, feel free to just say, put an asterisk at the bottom and just say, sorry. Haven't seen this one, but feel free to rank all of the rest of them. You can send it to us on Twitter. Um, our DMs are open. You can email Alan Price at uh, operationretroshock.co.uk. What's your Gmail, Chris? Vinto316 at gmail.com. Or, as we mentioned in the last episode, you can use a little site called Letterboxd. You can go on there, set up an account. It's absolutely free. This isn't promotion or anything. It just so happens to be a site I found uh, many moons ago. And you can actually set up your own lists and you know rank everything there and you can just send us a link to your list. So you have just under a week to get that to us. If you could preferably have it to us 
for the weekend beginning Friday. What is up with the your 13th. hand? I don't know why. I'm getting very specific. But if you get it to us by Friday the 13th, that would be much appreciated. It would be, yes. Um, we would really appreciate that. Uh, again, if there's films you haven't seen and say there's 18 movies and you haven't seen eight of them, do a top 10. Uh, that's fine. Preferably we're like 18 movies if you've seen them I know I've seen them all but if there's ones you forgot put it in the bottom if you want to you know and you can do it that way that's fine but um, we're going to be talking kind of Marvel before Marvel was Marvel and before it was Marvelous and then there were certain movies that we watched that were kind of something that kind of we're glad aren't part of the MCU now whenever you look back at those ones if you rank them (laughs) ones god it'll be a lot harder to rank the best ones over the worst ones believe me after what looking at some of them but some of them are just ridiculous so they are but uh, for once I'm going to take the back seat because this is your episode delete Chris this was your idea yeah just I thought because we're obviously talking about Marvel I yap on too much that's why really coming up to you know like the Infinity War and then we're going to do an episode after that and our thoughts and stuff I kind of wanted to talk about Marvel before we had the likes of Iron Man and Incredible Hulk and talk about you know some other films so the first question straight off the bat is obviously we knew um, that some reports came out that Sony were offered the entire MCU for 25 million but only took Spider-Man are we glad Alan that Spider-Man was the only one that they took and kind of messed with because if Sony had the likes of Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor we could have had some different casting because I remember rumours floating around that they wanted you know Triple H to play uh, Thor and please all don't. this and all this kind of thing but you know we could have had somebody like Robert Patrick Harris's Iron Man or something like that you know so I think when James Cameron was originally wanting to do the original Spider-Man he wanted Leo DiCaprio as well, Peter Parker yeah, <laughs> me. it's just weird whenever you think about things like that like we talked in the last episode about you know uh, Richard Gere being John McClane or Leonardo DiCaprio apparently going to be Anakin Skywalker and things like that so are we happy that at the end of the day we had three Spider-Man f- films even though the third one was complete and other trash um, yeah I'm glad that they only ended up with Spider-Man because that original trilogy yes got iffy at the end mm-hmm. but I still think to this day that Spider-Man 2 especially is one of the strongest superhero movies out there yeah especially when it comes to spider-man at least um i would say the same for doc ock i think no but that's that's what i was going to say doc ock is one of my favorite portrayals of a villain in a superhero movie because you see so much of the reasoning Mm -hmm. behind his turn and stuff like that it isn't just like (laughs) you know i'm going to destroy spider-man or whatever you see that build up and we may as well probably say spoiler alert here from this point on, but I suppose Spider-Man 2... Well, if you haven't seen films that came out in like 2002, 2004, then where have you been? You're waiting to get it spoiled? Yeah. Um, but we obviously see the fact the field experiment, his wife gets killed, mm-hmm. fries the chip in the arms, and that's what leads him into being just kind of this crazy individual now obsessed with his experiment, must work, and if Spider-Man gets in the way, so then, be it. you know, you're going to get done in, son. That's a very Northern Ireland thing <laughs> to say. Done in. You're going to get done in. Get your knees done. Uh, but no, very happy that it was only Spider-Man because genuinely, I don't think that we'd have the superhero movie phenomenon that we have now mm-hmm. 
if Sony had to hold up. Yeah. Um, I could see it languishing. I could see them not having known what to do with the whole thing because there would have been so many options. Um, I don't think we'd have seen the likes of a Robert Downey Jr. getting a chance because I think he mainly got a chance because Marvel were just you know dipping their big toe, so to say, in the water when the original Iron Man came out, and he would not have been an individual at that time. That you would have really thought you'd want to invest in. Yeah. Especially um, given his previous track record with things. But no, I definitely think Marvel getting to retain the vast majority of their characters mm-hmm. and Sony sticking with Spider Man is probably. When you look back in the history of superhero movies and movies in general, a good roll of the dice. What, yeah. about, what about you? At the same time, you know, like, obviously Sony had Spider-Man, which is fine. And I think, for me, obviously we had those three Spider-Man and then we had the amazing Spider-Man. But I always thought that Tobey Maguire played a better Spider-Man, whereas Andrew Garfield played the better Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's a fair I don't think the two of them... I didn't like um, Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. Um, I don't know what it was. I just thought... Well, it's not to be ageist or anything like that, but he was a man in his 30s trying to play a high schooler. Not that that's an unknown quantity in Hollywood by any stretch. No. Um, but even like when this came out, if I think now, well, what age would have I been at the time? Two thousand. You were saying about 2002-ish sort of thing? I think 2002 been, was maybe I'd have been in my early teens. second one. So. I'd have been in my early teens. Even at that stage, I was like, this guy is not in a similar age bracket to myself right now, you know. Um, But no, I can get what you mean. Garfield definitely did portray a more believable Parker. Yeah. But Spider-Man-wise, you would probably edge it to Maguire. Mm -hmm. So whether that comes down to having two stronger movies compared to one maybe average to good... The bad one, yeah, for Garfield, um, yeah. But I would say we have got the better one now in the end. It oh, took yes. us a while. Totally. It took us a while. Yeah, totally. But ending up with Tom Holland has been, at least when it comes to this question, it's sticking with Sony only. Yeah, has worked out. So obviously, like we've said, we've had some movies before Iron Man. We've had movies like the Fantastic Four, two of them. Um, we've had three Spider-Man, well, five Spider-Man if you want to count them. The X-Men movies, which were, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven then. And the Blade series, which we had three of. Out of these, what did we think of these? If you were to say you have to pick one trilogy or one are these to watch if you pick the, the original X-Men, the newer X-Men, so the Days of Future Past. So we had Days of Future Past, uh, First Class was one before that, and Apocalypse. You had the three Spider-Man movies, you had the three Blade movies, and the two Fantastic Four movies. Which out of them would you be okay. wanting to watch? Well, I'm going to kind of discount the like Days of Future Past and stuff okay. like that, because that's, that's around the time the MCU kind of was coming into effect. So okay. And during, so I'll kind of count it as the original three Spider Man, Spider Man, the original three X Men, the original three, and the likes of Blade. Okay, it's a hard one, Mm -hmm. but it's probably gonna surprise you. It's 
probably going to be Blade. Okay. Now, number three, do not get me wrong in Blade. Time to play the game. But then you, we were saying that with Spider-Man. Yeah. Three was its weakest. Well, three was X-Men's weakest, in yeah. my opinion, as well. There you go. So. Um, all three of these trilogies had very strong first and second chapters. Yeah. Arguably, all of them having the stronger sequel, you would say, because a lot of people turn around and say Spider-Man 2. Best sequel? I would say Spider-Man 1 edges out Spider-Man 2 for, for me because okay. of Defoe as Goblin. You can go either way with it, really. Okay. <laughs> um, but Spider-Man 2 is definitely up there. X2 is definitely considered the stronger uh, X-Men movie, I feel. Yeah. Um, and for me, Blade 2 is definitely the stronger Is Blade, Blade 2 movie. the one that had Danny John Jules in it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it did. Um, because you look back at... Blade 2, and that was Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Of course, this year he won all the Oscars for Shape of Water and did the original Pacific Rim and all. Boy, could I talk to you about Pacific Rim Uprising, folks, but I'm not going to bother. If you want to, go and look on the Twitter account. I did a quick couple of tweet review of that. Um, Not good. Not good at all. Um, Not even John Book could save that. But that's actually even a good segue as well because of Boyega kind of is in that Blade area of superheroes at the moment but uh no i would feel blade 2 is right up there for me in terms of pre-mcu movies okay um wesley snipe at the height of his power mm-hmm. before his tax <laughs> evasion just reminds me um, of pokemon's of animals uh, tax return it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, tax season folks you'd roll ron perlman in probably one of his earlier mainstream roles mm-hmm. um before Hellboy, of course, this is this is probably where you could say Guillermo kind of handpicked him to move on to Hellboy because yeah. Hellboy came after this. Um, he's really strong, and I feel. I'm not gonna, can you call it a villain? Let's call it the big bad. Okay. Of Blade Two uh, is stronger than Blade Ones because Blade, yes. Blade Ones is just kind of again maybe a bit more of a twirl mustache, twirl yeah. mustache sort of a guy. And the actor definitely was not the strongest. No. And I don't feel that Blade 1 ages well, especially with the CG that's in it. Okay. If you go back and look at that sort of final kind of sequences in Blade 1, yeah, like where there's like cuts CGI and stuff. blood and yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. and he pulls himself back together. It's just yeah. like, not so sure about that. Yes, That's the same with Spider-Man 1 as well. Spider-Man 1 does not hold up well at all. I haven't watched Spider-Man 1 in uh, some uh, time. We'll like, have to give it a look. Like, just seeing the goblin on the glider, and then, obviously, you see the stuff with Spider-Man, which is fine, but some of the stuff you look at, and you're like, whoo. Yeah. You know, like, that's when we watched, like, the 1989 Batman, and you're like, that still holds up well. Uh-huh. You know. But I think where the good point that you bring up there about the Batman movie is, and I think that applies also with Blade 2, and this is, again, just more so coming from my recollection, so I could have missed a thing <laughs> okay. or two here because it has been a while since i watched it. But Blade 2, I feel, is a lot more practical effects and things like that I think what, in comparison to 1. I think what also helps it, rather than Spider-Man, is that it's, like, a lot of it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, a lot of the stuff there you can not notice as much, whereas whenever you have Spider-Man... You can kind of play sleight of hand. And yeah, whenever you see Spider-Man fighting Green Goblin in broad daylight with, you know, balloons everywhere, then it kind of looks, you know, you could spot things a bit more. I, yeah, you know? I know that's, that so, sequence. I noticed that. I've see, I saw that recently, so I know what you mean now when you say about it not holding up the total best of things. But what out of those do you 
kind of edge towards? I would say that for me, um, it's been a while since I've watched the Blade movies, and I remember not liking the third one that much. That uh, it's hard to believe that's Ryan Reynolds back then as well. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it's not whenever they're sitting in the car and then he says, "Wait, do you have any David Hasselhoff or something?" Yeah. Um, but I would say that I would probably watch the X Men ones again. I think, obviously, before we talk about you know get on to talking about Marvel casting and the likes of Robert Downey Jr. and the likes of say you know Chris Hemsworth and stuff, I think with the likes of the X Men, a lot of them were all cast like picturing Kelsey Grammer as the Beast, yeah. for example. You know, just that voice. Yeah go so well and the likes of you know Patrick Stewart obviously as Xavier um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine I do think that's amazing though as well that we've managed to get two actors mm-hmm. speaking of Xavier because you would have initially thought again we mentioned it in the last episode about you know could you see anybody else play Ian Malcolm yeah no yeah Um, when this original trilogy kind of came to a close you would have turned around and said nah Stuart's that Stuart is Xavier. No one will be able to touch mm-hmm. that. Um, but I think McAvoy done a fairly good job. Yeah, I think he did a good job on it. Fastbender did a good job. Portraying. Magneto, yeah. yeah. And then obviously you had Mystique was different because you had Jennifer Lawrence and then you had Rebecca Rum something or other that um, who played her obviously in the original ones yeah. you know whenever she gets shot whenever friggin' Vinnie Jones is juggernaut that's kind of whenever you're like oh right uh, just why did I'm you I'm the do juggernaut yeah I need a I need a pee pee and you're like okay but I would say that you know X-Men 3 I'll watch but it's not the greatest by any stretch of imagination but having and I hated the fact that with X-Men they never knew what the, Colossus carried a TV and carried children and that was all he did but like <laughs> I can help you help them but like oh great and then you know like in Days of Future Past gets ripped apart not once but twice um, so yeah he's got a better Colossus and Deadpool yes exactly <laughs> um, but I would say that he would um, X-Men would be the ones that I would watch again I would probably I enjoy the Spider-Man movies but the third one is such a chore because every time I see Emo um, Toffer Grace all I can think of is Eric Foreman as uh, Venom and that just doesn't work you yeah. know and I think that's whenever they should have had one villain instead of two Sandman was a bit lost in it's, that it's the that is again kind of nearly working back into our first question about Sony mm-hmm. that's an error they have made not once but twice they made it with Spider-Man 3 yeah and then they made it with Amazing Spider-Man 2 because you had Goblin, uh, Goblin yeah. and then you had, was it Electro? Electro, yeah, you had Jimmy Fox. So you had two Electro. guys again. Okay, well, the next one, um, we're talking about movies that we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll want to watch again. So Hulk with Eric Bana, Daredevil with Ben Affleck, and then you had Electro with Jennifer Garner, Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage, and The Punisher, which I can't remember who played The Punisher, but obviously John Travolta was that then. Um, Dolph Lundgren did a version way back in the day, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, I know it's not the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they all misfired and not well received. Um, do we agree on this? Like, if we were to watch a movie, I would probably say that out of the movies there, none of them would be straight up. I really want to watch Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. I want to watch. I'm a huge Hulk fan, and I've yeah. watched that movie once. And I think, isn't Chris Christopherson was in that? I know he was in Blade. Um, was he in Blade? 
Because I'm trying to think there was a guy at the end that was Banner's dad. Um, I don't think it was Christopherson. Could be wrong, but... Let's check. Um, But as you're kind of saying there, sort of, if there was... Yeah, one if you, you kind of had to pick. Yeah, if you had to pick one of them to, to watch, watch again. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen the Punisher one from that era. So Punisher's I actually can't... one that Kevin Nash is in. Yeah, so I kind of can't comment on that one. I've seen Ghost Rider, I've seen Daredevil, and I've seen Hulk. Is Nick Nolte a beg your pardon? That's the one. Chris Christopherson was in Blade. Then he was a guy yeah. who played the Whistler. The... Yeah. Um, it's it's gonna sound so bad. It's probably gonna be Ghost Rider. Okay. Another three. Now I'm not sit, turn around saying that. I shouldn't mince my words in this anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, they're, they're they're reasonably bad movies. I shouldn't pull my punches. I don't. Nicholas Cage is listening. Um, but Daredevil definitely didn't do it for me. The Punisher was played by Thomas Jean. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that um, is. Daredevil really didn't do it for me. The Daredevil in the Marvel TV universe. Face rings a bell. Uh, Daredevil in the Marvel TV universe on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy that. But the Daredevil movie with... I've always, and I will always continue to call that movie, Daredevil. Daredevil. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. So they do. Uh, so no, definitely it wouldn't be Daredevil. There is something about Ghost Rider in it that it's so bad it's good okay it's one of those kind of guilty See, I've ones ne- I've never seen that have you not no I like the Ghost Rider character what it personifies mm-hmm. about you know making a deal with the devil to try and save his dad doesn't happen his dad still crashes and dies so he does in a bike accident because that's where the whole stunt thing because he's a stunt guy um what a name, Johnny Blaze, and you're a ghost rider and you turn on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the whole of searching out bad souls and, you know, basically he stares at them and they go... Okay. Things like that. But some of this was so over the top that you're just like, I'm just going to roll with it. And plus the fact that it's Nicolas Cage, which will accentuate that and make that even bigger as oh, yeah. well because oh yeah yeah the Nicolas Cage face makes a number of different appearances okay. in Ghost Rider uh, this is one again though where I'm going to say the non Ghost Rider effects okay have aged badly what not that I've watched this recently I'm, this is, I'm pulling this <laughs> I'm pulling this from memory because there's a scene where he does a jump over like a number of like Apache helicopters okay. in like a stadium it's not good CGI wise <laughs> at all but the Ghost Rider effects mm-hmm. for the time yeah pretty good so they were but it is a case of when I watch this movie I watch it more for the Ghost Rider stuff okay than I do the stuff with Nick Cage right and all. Um, it's definitely a movie story wise that again, I'm not going to say a bit like Duke Nukem isn't appropriate, but it's your very stereotypical boy loved girl, girl went away, finally mm-hmm. meet up again when they're older and magically eventually they fall in love again, that sort of, you know. Right, okay. She's very much, oh look, it's a reporter and, you know, he's the famous stunt guy now and yeah, it's corny as heck, but uh, out of those three... It would be the one I'd watch. 
What okay. about you? Punisher would be the one that I would watch. Um, it's not a bad film, but it by no means is it a good film. Like no, like no means. But like I say, Kevin Ash plays this um, Russian. Like remember in SummerSlam two thousand and five, was it? He lost a hair versus. Yes. He was in the elimination chamber and he had like the short hair like that. Was that against Trips? Yeah, they're like trips, and that's the one uh, Goldberg was in and stuff, and Goldberg lost, and Triple H so was champion, etc. Goldberg eliminated like multiple people, and then Triple H won it at the end. Yeah, because he had like some, he was wearing like cycling shorts, but anyway. Um, don't get started in wrestling. Yeah, again. but um, Kevin Nash was sporting the same do that he was in The Punisher, and I have a funny feeling that, I have a funny feeling that your woman who plays Mystique was, in was that as the well? woman who was in that. Um, right, that's the Hulk, which we don't need to look at. Punisher, that uh, two thousand four. This came out at. Um, we had John Travolta in it. Um, Maria, no. I'm trying to find who played the girl in this, but I cannot see her for. But no, I find it interesting that you went yeah, for. Yeah, so her there, who plays is neighbor. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the same girl. Yeah, yeah. So Rebecca, R O M I J. Romagen, we'll say. Butcher that, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Lovely lady, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, but no, I find that interesting that you've gone for Punisher rather than Hulk. Now, I know I'm you have this, your feelings probably uh, the about The CGI this Hulk. on that Hulk movie is rough. tremendously awful. Uh, it's like some of the, like, just the way he turned. I've seen, you know, like, they actually did it better in that box set sitting there. The original one that had Lou Ferrengo and Bill Bixby, the transformation in that was better done this time wow and it's just oh it's horrendous like even i only remember bits of it i always remember the bit of him standing on like the hilltop and like the tanks and helicopters and all but it was not a movie that Mm -hmm. did anything for that whole character and you know didn't do eric banna any favors either no eric banna's a far better actor that was ang lee i believe he did that movie as well and you know 5.7 out of 10 54 meta score 40 critic reviews uh, so two hours so, and 18 minutes as well so as middle of the road road as you can get yeah so that is not one that aged well whatsoever um, a bit of a, a fun question with our next one who's a better <laughs> Nick Fury Samuel Jackson or David Hasselhoff is this really a question Chris I just wanted to throw David Hasselhoff into the Marvel mix before he was in Guardians 2 for like well you mentioned him with Blade as well so that's Two mentions for David Hasselhoff yeah, this but, episode. Yeah, you know, a big hit in Germany, you know, like, and... Yeah. And, it, and involved with Guardians too. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just with that, you know, it's funny that he... There was a Nick Fury movie that had him as Nick Fury, which... That's uh, very weird. It's actually a friend of mine on Xbox. That was his profile picture, was Hasselhoff with the eye patch and the cigar and everything. <laughs> and you're just like, I, I would... It's kind of one of those guilty pleasures. I would love to see how bad it is. Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those ones that I know it's going to be terrible, but I know it's going to be cheesy to watch. Like Action Jackson, say, is one of the cheesiest movies I've ever seen in my life. But you love but it. I love it because <laughs> of how cheesy it is. You know, like if you know it's going to be bad, but you kind of accept that it's going to be bad and mm-hmm. you make fun of how bad it is. It's, it's like you said, it's one of those so bad it's good yeah you know like I just kind of won those one of those ones but no I definitely I think 
in realistic terms, we have to go with Samuel L. Jackson. Well, you know, Samuel L. Jackson may be the better actor, but David Hasselhoff is certainly the better singer, so if they needed to have Nick Fury sing, just say him. Well, one thing before we move on to the next thing, are you looking forward to seeing Nick Fury pre-losing an eye in Captain Marvel? Because that's an interesting thing that came out in, since... Um, episode, not episode uh, 98, episode 97 was a few more announcements three the castings within Captain Marvel. I guess Marvel. wasn't Phil um, Coulson's going to be in it Clark well. Gregg's going to yeah. be in it and uh, what's his name, Lee Pace who was Ronan the Accuser oh, in the okay. first Guardians so that's obviously teeing up the fact of like the Skrull Cree Wars mm-hmm. those sort of things because again there's probably a wee bit more freedom to play with that because of the whole Fox thing which yeah. plays into your next question if I remember right. You do. Um but it'll be good to see where Fury is then mm-hmm. and Coulson. Yeah. Because you would think maybe not director yet. Yeah, whether this is going to be them doing their magic like they did with Kurt Russell and making Coulson look a lot younger. Like with Samuel L. Jackson, you can you can do certain things to make him look a bit younger, you know, just facially. But obviously if you have two eyes, you kind of... Think right. Well, it helps a wee bit. Yeah, it helps a wee bit there, you know, but like with Clark Leg Clark Gregg, sorry, has a bit of a receding hairline, not that mm-hmm. I want to talk or anything, but you know it's, it's actually quite interesting. I saw someone put it in a news article, you know, about all the names getting announced. Because, mm-hmm. like Clark Gregg and Lee Pace getting mentioned were kind of slipped in towards the tail end of the whole and, you know, starring Brie Larson and you know, so on and so forth. Um uh, someone posted a picture of him in TV shows 20 years ago when this is roughly meant to be based. Yeah. He actually doesn't look that much older now. Right. So maybe a wee bit of makeup would help yeah. rather than full-blown CG. So that yeah. could keep well, it I mean, they've them. done it before. I mean, whenever you look at Michael Douglas at the start of Ant-Man, that, you know, like, or Kurt Russell in uh, Guardians 2, you know, like, so they do have the knack and for... R- and RDJ and Civil War. Yes, that's right, because of the thing to do with his father and stuff. Well. <laughs> yeah, so right, so we'll talk about the Fox merger. So, how do we see the likes of X Men and Fantastic Four being incorporated? And do we have any ideas about casting too? Obviously, we've talked about you know Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, so you know, we've seen younger people as the likes of Cyclops and the likes of say Jean Grey and things like that. So, we've I think with the likes of Wolverine, he is going to be the hardest one. To kind of replace, Very you know, like so, Hugh, yeah. Hugh Jackman, you know, like who do you get? You know, are they going to do what they've done in comics? And you know, Iron Man is now, you know, an African American woman. Are we going to get Hugh? Are we going to get Wolverine? But Wolverine is now Latino. A, yeah, we could have, you know, because of the success of Logan, could we get the girl from that as the yeah, new Wolverine? Yeah. I'd be up for that. You know, because I think. Uh, I think somebody who actually went for the addition of that was Millie Bobby Brown, who played yes. Eleven, and then she didn't get it, obviously. But and then, then there's talk that she could be the potential for a young Leia or something like that in the future in the Star Wars universe. <sighs> um, because if you look at pictures of uh, Natalie Portman when she was younger and Millie Bobby Brown, there's mm-hmm. similarities there. So, of course, she could have the you know family resemblance yeah. and things like that of mother to daughter. Um but as to the potentials 
for the merger. We've talked about Fantastic Four recently, a reasonable bit, but in our last episode especially, um, with the comic, I'd be intrigued to have the Fantastic Four especially coming into the MCU because we've had the X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. <laughs> uh, the X-Men done reasonably across the years fairly right. Mm-hmm. So we have, whereas we've never really got that out and out yeah. great Fantastic Four movie. Because yeah. the last one surely was anything. That I've never brought myself to watch it. I was actually given it given it as a Christmas present from our good friend Natalie one year, which is still down there. So it was like getting a piece of coal? <laughs> I had that and that and I had uh, Ant-Man to watch and I asked, which do you want to watch? And she chose Fantastic Four, so I put it on. And oh dear. <laughs> so much as I love you, Natalie. Uh, How very dead. It was not good. Like, oh, well, that's actually something that we're... But that is a question there, which we'll ideas, take out. Ideas in regards to potential castings then, mm. you mentioned. I've kind of had this in my head and... Ever since reading an article about how you could change things up a bit. Okay. In regards to it. Now, how you would explain them now suddenly being in the Marvel Universe. That could come down to the Infinity Stones and the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Merging of universes. Stuff like that. But I would very much like to see if they did Fantastic Four. A few older members. You know age them up a bit okay not necessarily oh here's your you know plucky youngsters because yeah. you know we've got a plucky youngster in peter parker and i he, mm-hmm. you know let him be your younger head let him slowly work his way up throughout the movies and eventually probably become a leader in the adventures things like that but i would like an older cast so someone maybe like a tom hanks or something you okay. know, as an older Reed Richards. Okay. Um, potentially, also, I'm a big fan of House of Cards. So, um, the lead in House of Cards, Robin Wright as Sue Storm. Okay. So, they're in that sort of age bracket that they would work as a believable, you know, couple mm-hmm. together. Work gets a bit trickier when you go to an older thing or Johnny Storm potentially you know well the thing you would probably need to have some muscular kind of guy so whether you were have a rock (laughs) yeah you could have a rock to a certain degree you could have rock you know the rock turns in the rock you know or something like that oh I didn't even think of that when I mentioned that fair play but you could have the likes of say you're trying to think of somebody like you you wouldn't have an Arnie, you wouldn't have a Stallone, you wouldn't have a Van Damme, you wouldn't have a Chuck Norris, you know, but you're trying to think of somebody who has, still has a bit of definition on them. <laughs> you could put Carl Weathers in there then. <laughs> Just mix that up. I think he's going to be a wee bit far on the yeah, age department. Yeah, but then what you could do then is even with that, you know, like, because I remember that the original plot for the, the third Ghostbusters movie was them kind of passing the torch to the younger ones. And I know I haven't talked about Johnny Storm yet, but... Even if they had their powers and then they were able, because obviously in one of the Fantastic Four movies, there's like a thing wherever um, the thing gets his powers taken away. So whether they're able to transfer their powers from one, you know, from the older ones like Tom Hanks and stuff, mm-hmm. and then put it to the newer ones. Okay. You know, like, so you. you have, you know, you have people there, you know, like say Millie Bobby Ryan is, um, you know... Only Sue Storm. Some other options, thinking as well. You could have um, 
someone who's been teased to come into the Marvel Universe. I think she was, wasn't she originally up for Black Widow back in the day? It was Emily Blunt. Okay. She could come in if you were wanting to go a bit younger mm-hmm. for the Sue Storm sort of thing. Now, she's not young, young. Yeah. But she's that sort of, you know, step between, you'd say, RDJ and Tom Holland. Okay. That's a that's a reasonably wide gap. <laughs> yeah, just you would say. a few years but there. The potential is endless. I think we should hold on to this topic. Okay. And come back and do a proper full breakdown in a future episode. Bring all of our key Fox, you know, guys, X Men, Fantastic Four, and so on. Okay. And then do an episode where we have a fantasy fan cast. Okay. Right. up for that okay yep so we're gonna just go over that one there so Deadpool of course came out was a massive success and um, obviously they had planned to do a second Fantastic Four movie obviously after the reception that the first one got um, that got canned and then they made it after Deadpool they didn't expect that much business from was quite the polar opposite and then they moved into Deadpool 2 um, without being a massive success do we see him integrated in the MCU at any stage or more with the X-Men ooh now this is I think this is a hard one okay that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would say <laughs> yep uh, no I don't see him on screen with the Avengers okay or any of those I would think you're pretty spot on there with potential of him maybe more in the X-Men verse Mm -hmm. Uh, because we're going towards they're doing the whole X-Force movie that's still on Fox's side of things that's not a you know MCU a thing just yet under the Disney banner I just don't see Kevin Feige being up for somebody coming in and breaking the fourth wall yeah in the middle of like an Avengers or something like that. It's like, oh, look, there's the big bad guy over there. And hi, guys. You know, um, I think they'll keep him as his own entity, if anything, creeping into X-Men. Because okay. he already kind of is creeping into X-Men. Because yeah. we've seen in the trailers for Deadpool 2, him wheeling about in Xavier's wheelchair. Yeah. And, of course, these lesser known, so to say, mutants for X-Force. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Yeah, like in the comics, obviously, we've seen him team up with the likes of Thor and Spider Man and things, and I could see it maybe happening with a single character like Thor. You know, if a writer puts him in with them, you know, like, so I could see it more happening with a Thor because obviously we've seen how popular it was with Thor and Hulk. Spider Man? I could see it happening with Spider-Man, but with Spider-Man... Because that was a big comic thing with them too. With Spider-Man, though, you've got a very younger generation because Mm. of his age group. So I I think with Thor, it's more achievable with him. So I'm not sure, but I would see it being more with Thor than I would be like the whole Avengers. As much as I would like to see that, you know... um, He would fit more in the tone of the most recent Thor. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. you wouldn't have thought you'd have said that a number of years ago. No. Uh, but probably, like you say, Thor, Spider-Man's up there more in comedic tone than some of the others. Could never see um, a Cap movie no. involving. No, that would just not work Or anything like that. The tones for that aren't happening. Wouldn't see him 
jumping in like a Black Widow movie, which is eventually coming around. Don't use the words Deadpool and jumping in Black Widow in the same sentence. <laughs> God. I'm not the one who thought that, Chris. Right. Well, anyway, before we had movies, of course, we had this animation of both Spider-Man and X-Men, both which had killer theme tunes. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's probably stuck in people's heads now. Yep. Obviously, these, that, and the Spider-Man and the X-Men ones. So, you had a preference. So, you had a preference for X-Men over Spider-Man, judging by that? Yeah, very much so. The X-Men animated TV show was definitely a after-school job for me. We'd go round to a friend's, and we'd always somehow end up watching it. Okay. Not necessarily, like, when it was airing on TV, but he would have had the VHS. <laughs> yes. uh, so he would, and we'd always end up watching those. And I think they're ones that still hold up to this day because people still hold on to it quite strongly. Yeah. Because they're all like, give me that, give me that, give me that. Because everybody still wants Jubilee. Obviously, we've interviewed uh, Jubilee Alison Court in episode 44, I believe. Plug, 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 plug. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and rogue and stuff like that everybody still clamors for that that's why there's the want still somehow for a gambit movie yeah because of gambit out of the animated series well, obviously there's talks that oh what's his face channing tatum, channing tatum yeah but then that's meant to be moved back to 2019 now mm. but it's going to be another one of those movies and this is and this is part of the rumors as well for deadpool 2 is there's a very short period of reshoots happening because people are like oh well we like domino and we like cable but there's also then the talk of a hidden cameo. Yeah, and said that they really enjoyed that and want more of that. So folks are like, could it be something as obvious as a final hurrah for Wolverine? Or could it be something that's upcoming, the likes of a gambit or something, okay. you know, that sort of stuff? Yeah. You never know. But yeah, bringing it back on point, the animated series is definitely right up there for me. And again, like I said, it just explains the want for... A Gambit movie and all stuff. And plus the fact he had, what was it, four or five seasons of the X-Men cartoon? It was a good stretch. So, for me, as much as I have all the X-Men ones up there on DVD and the Spider-Man box set, I just, it's one of those ones that I can, I love the music for both of them, but the Spider-Man would be the one I would put on more than I would the X-Men. I love the start of the X-Men with the Sentinels and all that kind of stuff and how they all come together. Um, but Spider-Man for me was just, I just love that because you had the likes of Hobgoblin, you had, um, you know. One of my favourite, and again, this is, we could kind of bring this in as well, is the fact of Venom. You mentioned it with, when yeah. we were talking about the Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire, that the Venom that appeared there was not no favourable in your opinion. No. Um, that the animated series of Spider-Man was where I first experienced Venom. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is still Venom. Okay. Because that was such a strong, you know, character. Yeah. And that, that it just, it stood out in comparison to everything else in that animated series. Because you could say, well, you could say a lot of the villains in that Spider-Man animated show yeah. are very strong. Um, obviously, Doc Ock's in it and all still as well. But Venom, for me, was such this weird departure. Mm-hmm. That he just kind of stood out to me, but still got to give the edge to X Men for me. Okay, um, obviously with us, um, 
like in later years, like well after that, we were big fans. Later of, years. We were big fans of the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon, um, which ran for two seasons. Was this for you a show very much like Clone Wars that was cancelled too soon? Yeah, absolutely. Really, really enjoyed this. With a catchy intro too. Yes, it did because what is it with catchy intros? I don't know. It seems to be the Marvel way, so it does. It just seems to be ones that stick in your head. But yeah, it was one of those shows that it obviously yes, cartoon. Mm. And again, you could say this about X Men and all as well, the animated stuff. It's a show that kids could watch. Yeah. But grown ups could equal. Because it wasn't too kind of like, oh, haha, we're a cartoon, you know. Yeah. Let's, you know, be appropriate for the kids and stuff like that. Obviously, that had to be appropriate for the kids, but, you know, um, at no point when I sat down and watched this show did I go, I'm just watching a kid's show here. Mm-hmm. Whether that's my inside geekdom, just <laughs> overpowering and telling myself, you're not watching a kid's show, Alan. Um, but no, I'd say it definitely was cancelled too soon. I think it kind of just, I think it was one of those ones, it's it kind of got in the mix of things, the way um, back in Pokemon where the voice actors got changed, I think okay. there was a bit of a, I think I remember reading there was stuff like that as well, that it just so wasn't, it wasn't the making the money stuff, and stuff right. like that. Okay. Um, drama, basically. Okay. What about you? What do you think? Oh, I really enjoyed it, and again, have it on DVD, it's still one that I have to sit down and go through. But I like the fact that they give each character their individual episode of how they became and then the, how the Avengers became the Avengers because sometimes you would have the open and then you would have Giant Man with Hulk and Captain America and Thor and then the next one you'd have Iron Man and Thor and Captain America and Hulk. Yeah. You know, like so you were kind of, Oh, these are near enough the characters who are gonna be in this episode. You know, and then obviously that's probably my that's probably Keeps my you interested. that's probably my first um, exposure to Wasp and uh, exactly and Ant Man exactly same. But he was more Giant Man than Ant Man in that. Yeah, because know. because that's what made my first experience with Ant Man weird. Yeah, still loved Ant Man, mm-hmm. but I was like, wait, this, where's Wasp and where's this and where's that yeah. sort of thing? Because you're just like. I've experienced it in this show and you just immediately expect, right, that's mm-hmm. it, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And of course it's very different in the MCU yeah. to the cartoon because um, obviously Hope is his daughter mm-hmm. in the MCU and the wife was previously. Yeah, Janet was gone in the MCU whereas this is still Janet in the cartoon, mm-hmm. if I remember right. It's been a while since I've watched it. Um but yeah, that was the first experience. Because ah, it's Hank instead of Scott. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah, you're right there. So obviously Marvel has dipped their toes in the video games category. So we've had Marvel versus Capcom. We've had Marvel Ultimate Alliance. We probably have other ones. You know, we've had the likes of Incredible Hulk, Captain America. We've had the X-Men movie, um, games and things like that. So with Marvel versus Capcom, that was one of my favorite games, like since probably the Dreamcast days was my first time that I played it. Did we have a particular team to play? Ooh. Well, you know Iron Man's going to be in there for me. Mm-hmm. So it's Iron Man, Hulk, definitely. Um, 
I think I was Spider-Man also. Okay. So, so they'd probably be three for me. See, mine was probably Ryu, Iron Man, Wolverine. Um, not Hulk, because I preferred to have the more quicker kind of... Guys? Yeah, so sometimes what Iron Man and Ryu were always the main two, and then the third one kind of fluctuated, so sometimes I'd be, oh, I'll try this character, and if I don't like him, I'll tag him out, or I'll put somebody else in, you know, with the next round, or whatever like that, but... We had Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite come out from the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which came out and didn't really do that much. And it was one of those ones that a month or two later just dropped in price. Yeah. Know? So it gave you, like, um, I had the Steelbook version of it, but it's one of those ones that um, was a good game, but wasn't great because they released Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on the store. So that was a lot cheaper. I was like £12, so like about. 15 20 bucks on the store and that was more back in the day because you had like arthur from ghosts and goblins you had bionic commando chris redfield would be one that i would, I would have put that, in there yeah. you know so you had things like that so um well speaking of superhero video games what's your thoughts on the upcoming spider-man one? Oh, this looks incredible you know like so spider-man the original spider-man for the ps1 was probably the most fun like Spider-Man game yeah. that we'd had. Obviously, we then had the movie ones, which were draw, uh, complete dross or complete rubbish. Um, but this one looks fun. But I'm surprised that they showed this last July and we still don't have a release date for it. Yeah. You know, I thought it would have been one that they would have brought out whenever Infinity War was coming out. seemed to show it very early. Yeah, so whether we get like more this E3 and mm-hmm. then it's like a Christmas release... This new Spider-Man game really has my interest peaked because one thing I kind of noticed quite clearly from the gameplay, it felt very Assassin's Creed. It was very sneaky, sneaky, Okay. around a building, jump from place to place, get guys. Also, you could say the comparison could be to Batman Arkham Asylum series, mm-hmm. where you could jump from like gargoyle to gargoyle yeah. and hook guys up and stuff like that. The only thing that kind of currently worries me about it is that when they showed a good stretch of the gameplay, they kind of showed you a bit of a mini-boss mm-hmm. part, and there was quick time events. Right, so very much like Force Awakens, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, look, here's a part of a crane coming, crashing down this building, hit triangle to stop it, crashing yeah. through this, and, you know, you need to fire your web to get onto the rung of the bottom of the helicopter to get after uh, Fisk and stuff like that, you know, it's just saying. I could do without the quick time. Okay. So good. But no, it looks good. But when we're actually getting it, I yeah, don't know. Because it's one of those ones that you would have thought, you know, whenever the movie, like a Marvel movie is coming out, that would have been like to release the Shadow of the Tomb Raider trailer whenever the hype around the Tomb Raider movie is coming out is smart. You know, you have Call of Duty. Black Ops 4 coming out two weeks, I think, before Red Dead. Yeah. And I think they're running scared because yeah. of Red Dead. 100%. You know, so where's this Batman game going to fit in? Is this going to fit in around September, October time? Is it going to fit in the tail end of the month? Is this going to be a 2019 release? I don't see it happening this year, considering we don't have a date yet. Okay. Like it surprises. Yeah. But... I would think the more logical step, considering some of the calibre of games that are coming out this mm-hmm. year, they'd be best holding off to next year. 
aren't they planning to have the second part? Well, technically it's not the second part anymore, but Avengers 4 next year? Or am I getting the dates mixed? No, it is next year because apparently they've said that the title of Avengers 4 is Is not one... Is it Dead Giveaway? ...is not one that we're going to like, apparently. Uh, It's obviously based off of something that happens in Infinity War, I presume. But... Would it be the far smarter thing that if, say, Avengers 4 was coming out sort of this time next year, mm-hmm. that you line it up yeah. with that instead and go like, well, look, here's the Avengers and here's Spider-Man. Yeah. Because you'd get people dropping their money like wildfire Whether Whether it's a case of we have maybe Tom Holland doing the voiceover for it, because mm-hmm. I remember in one of them that the tutorial was done by Bruce Campbell. And I have a funny feeling that in one of the tutorials, Stan Lee did the tutorial as well. <laughs> you know, like, so I'll go over and string over there, Excelsior, etc. Um, but I think that would be something, you know, like, because Spider-Man seems to be a hot commodity now, especially mm-hmm. since Homecoming, you know, like, and it truly felt like a true Homecoming that we had a Spider-Man movie that we wanted for so long we didn't have. What happened? We got bit by a spider, etc. We didn't have. We know that. We know that. You know, like, but they kind of was like, right, we don't need to tell them that because they've seen that twice. They yeah. need to see it a third time now. You know. So, right. Last question for you. Based on the success Marvel has had in the last ten years, what do we see in the future? Because obviously we're going to see a lot of changes now with certain personnel. You know, we're going to ten years from now. You're not going to see the likes of. Um, um, you're not going to see RDJ like, yeah. um, and Evans potentially that rumour's been getting stronger and stronger in the last number of weeks that he is looking like he's going to be departing at least for a while who's this sir? Chris, Chris Evans Okay. Um, again I think he is however up for negotiating off his contract so he could be just playing the game of yeah. you know throw some more dollar my way especially around this time you know with the film you don't want to say ah you know like because obviously he said about he wanted to get off the train before he was pushed off you know because you don't want to overstay your welcome and you know that's fine definitely I definitely don't see Downey in 10 years so I don't at least I'm not saying Tony Stark gets killed or anything like that um but I'd say he maybe maybe he moves into the background a bit like a Nick Fury, okay, or something like yeah. that. That he could be their guy back on comms or something like that. So yes, he has Friday, yeah, in the suit, but he could be the one that could communicate with them over yeah, the comms. Yeah, because obviously or something you don't like see you don't see Don Cheadle there in ten years. No, you kind of don't see Renner there in ten years. In ten years' time, I could see. Scarlet still being there as Black Widow, maybe again not as big a part. I could see Brie Larson being the mm-hmm. the person. Yeah. Because well, that Captain and, Marvel is that and Black Panther. Black Panther definitely because Brie Larson, Chadwick Boseman and all are still at that age that they've got at least 10 15 years. Okay. In them. They they've got it to what could potentially okay. be phase 8. Well, here's a question for you then. Ten years from now, we have our Avengers now. Okay. okay. So we'll have, like, you know, our Avengers, like, whenever we first saw them, were Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, oh. Hawkeye, Captain America, Thor. Okay. Go forward ten years. Who do you... What, for you, would be the Avengers, then? Black Panther. Okay. Captain Marvel. Female Thor. 
Okay. Um, Riri Williams, Iron Man, Iron Maiden. Now, I'm not just saying it's going to be all women. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it there, but I'd say there's a good chance they go the Jane Foster route, only not Jane Foster, mm-hmm. because Natalie Portman yeah. <laughs> and stuff. Um, but definitely Captain Marvel, potential for female Thor, because RDJ will drop back, someone else will have to... Because Iron Man is just, you know, you think MCU, you think yeah. Iron Man and Cap. So if that becomes Riri then, does that become Iron Person or Iron... Is, is it Iron Maiden in the comics? Okay. Or is it not? It can't be Iron Maiden because surely that's copyright. Yeah. It's it's Iron something. Okay. I, I know it's Iron something. It isn't Iron Maiden because that's definitely wrong. <laughs> um, but I could see, even if it's not Riri Williams, it could be Shuri. Okay. Um, so it could because that would be a good avenue for them because mm-hmm. I don't see them because Chadwick Boseman's just really in as Panther yeah that they change him out yeah even though Shuri has played Black Panther in the comics I wouldn't see them swapping him out for that um, the Cap situation that's an interesting one I genuinely still think maybe Chris Evans in 10 years right okay Maybe he's taken. Maybe he between now and in ten years' time, he's taken a break, mm-hmm. and we have seen the likes of a Bucky or a Falcon step in, okay, and be the Captain America for a while. But I could see Marvel wanting to bring him back at some point. Right. Hulk is an interesting one. What do you think about Hulk? Do you think Hulk will be around in ten? <sighs> because you have so many different Hulks, you know, like you have. Um... I can't remember the name, but like there's a comic like totally awesome Hulk, and you have like a couple of different other ones. Yeah. But whether you have a Hulk or whether you have, say, okay, in the comics, General Ross is Red Hulk. Yeah. Whether you have that as I think that's a viable direction whether you for have them. that though as instead of General Ross, whether you have that as Martin Freeman's Ross as Red Hulk. Okay. So whether you have him. Um, instead of you know, Green that would Hulk, be an, that would be an interesting twist you know, because that's something different. I still see Paul Rudd as Ant Man. Yeah, I can get that because he. That's the thing is, you keep. You know, I'm focusing on like the main guys, but I keep forgetting you've got Ant Man, you've got Wasp, you've got the Guardians, all these guys mm-hmm. in there as well as potentials. Ooh, what do you think about the Guardians? That's that's a tough one because it's more it's more hard for Chris Pratt because if you think of the other ones, they're all makeup. You it's know, so that. obviously with the likes of Batista, will he have that physique in ten years? You know, with the likes of Groot and Rocket, you know, like you could have them age, you know, like so you know, Rocket could be kind of like a Oh I well we can have adult Groot again. Yeah. But you could have like more of an older kind of more um slightly grey you know like in a, the whiskers <laughs> yeah kind of like more like a beat up kind of you know rocket like, rocket but it's not necessarily Captain to Britain. say <laughs> it's not necessarily to say that you have them as the guardians because you yeah. can mix other people into that you know that's like in, I def I do see some sort of mixing about with the guardians mm-hmm. don't know exactly what what do you think about the main team? What do you think the likes of Thor or Iron Man or 
Well, the likes of Thor, I think it's a good shout that it'll be a woman. I think more likely that... That than Thor? Yeah, I think that'll happen, that it'll turn woman, because with this whole... The way the world is now, as well, you know, like, I think they'll want to have more diversity, you know, because at the minute... And I'm, know, I'm all for it. I want a bit why, of a shake-up. I why want I a bit think, of interest. That's why I think that it's more likely that you'll have Falcon play Captain America than mm. Bucky, and I'd prefer that, because... Bucky is my least favourite Avenger. I would rather Falcon. You know, so whether that actually happens or not is another key factor. Um, and what then, about Wanda and Vision? I could see Vision not being part of it, and I could see Wanda... Wandering off? <laughs> I could see Wanda's collateral damage somewhere, her and Vision. Because that's the thing, is we currently don't know who dies in Infinity War. If anyone dies. If anyone dies, wow. Um... Half of these guys we're talking about right now could be wiped out, and yeah. that legitimately they legitimately could decide right. Let's just go for it here yeah. and wipe out half the team. We don't know. We're sitting here and we're saying, oh, there'll be an Iron Man or there'll be a Cap or whatever. Mm-hmm. All three candidates for Cap could get wiped out in this movie. For all we know, come on, Bucky, get wiped out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bucky could go. Falcon could go. Chris Evans's Cap could go. We just don't know. But no, I definitely think Captain Marvel and. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, yeah. Brie, Brie Larson and Tom Holland will be two of your key components for, oh, the, and for Bla- the next 10 years. And Black Panther too, I think. For the you. next 10 years. Yeah. Um, I see Tom Holland working his way up. Black Panther probably, realistically, over the coming years and then at that 10-year mark, will probably be one of the more senior guys. There's nothing to say that the Guardians of the Galaxy are not forgotten about, but are kind of cast aside. And then you have. I don't see them. Up, I don't see them hanging around or. No, but then like you that. have. If you do like what you were saying about the Fantastic Four, and you have older people, then if we have an Avengers, you know, uh, you know, say yep. Avengers <laughs> versus X Men, you know, like, and then you have Fantastic Four as part of that, they've cast younger people for both sides. Then that's a key feature there is because you have youth on either side yeah. you'd still have you know that's maybe where Captain America would come back and be like right I need to save you know the X-Men from themselves and all that kind of stuff because yeah. that's something that I would love to see as a film would be Avengers versus X-Men because that's probably one of my favourite comic book reads yeah. is just the way that you know they're trying to protect um, they're trying to protect somebody it's like a kid that Xavier has a dream about but she's got like really it's almost like another phoenix right and they're trying to you know see what you know one side says this and one's a very civil war-esque but I that, was going to say it's, that sounds very similar to a bit of civil war 2 yeah where uh, the Inhumans are in it and stuff like that mm-hmm. I don't see the Inhumans ever making an appearance again no after that TV disaster um, here's one for you then villains wise then Okay. In ten years' time, what do you think possibility-wise we could have? Do you see? We've obviously been debating: could Loki die or not here in Infinity War? Could he be go- gone because he's one of the? Well, it's hard to argue the strongest kind of villain in the Marvel universe. Well, you had something from whenever we were talking about John Boyega that somebody said that um, Boyega was pretty clear he would like Wesley Snipes to reprise his role as Blade. Boyega does come in the cinematic universe who would see him play. Boyega is usually cast in heroic roles, but I'd like to see him display his talents as a villain. Maybe he could tap in his Nigerian roots and take on the role of the Black Panther villain icon. 
and it says if Boyega and Marvel want to continue in heroic roles, Brother Voodoo could be a pretty good option. In fact, Brother Voodoo eventually becomes the Sorcerer Supreme, replacing Doctor Strange. Right. Okay. So you could almost have that replacing. There's, an, there's yeah. another one we've completely forgot about as well, Doctor yeah. Strange. I don't see. I don't see him, especially if he's going to be doing Sherlock and all that kind of stuff. I don't um, see Doctor Strange being very prominent in Phase Four. So don't because I think there's so many options for them going ahead here. Mm-hmm. We're obviously getting Ant Man and the Wasp coming up. I could see us getting another Cap, depending on what happens in Infinity Wars. Um, but yeah, we're going to get another Spider Man. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Well, sure because technically there's meant to be a trilogy of that at least. So there is, but no, it's going to it's. It'll be interesting to see where it is in 10 years. I definitely think we're going to have a lot more of a female dynamic in the team. Yeah. I think it's going to definitely be more split 50-50. Um, I would like to see a bit more diversity with things as well. Not just male-female, but, you know, different ethnicities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So by having the likes of a Riri Williams or something like that, replacing yeah. um, RDJ as Tony Stark, that would be a good start. Um Thor, it could go either way. So it could in terms of it. You could bring Valkyrie in more. Mm-hmm. So you could from Ragnarok. She could maybe become a bit more of the team as an option. It's really endless. We could yeah. sit here and we could mutter on with our potential choices. There's so many characters. But then that's something that we could talk about for this like fantasy you know, casting kind of thing. You could almost talk about that. And if we were to put... You know who we would think would be suitable for an Iron Man. You know, like in five, six years. You know, something like that. Then that would be something. You know, like do we think that Mark Ruffalo will still be there as Hulk, or do we think that the Hulk will then be a different entity? You know, like will the Hulk not be part of the team, and then instead they'll introduce new characters that we may not know of or may have forgotten. You know, so that's it. Like Lady Sif. Yeah, I was going to say that she could have been <laughs> Thor because, you know, she was the only one in Ragnarok that we didn't see. It's a viable Spoiler option. Or, you know, it's a viable die, option. So. Um, so, yeah, that's it for episode 99, everybody. Once again, I'm going to drill it into your head, everyone. You can contact us on Twitter at RetroShockPod. Myself at Alan GW Price. Him at Vinto316. Him. <laughs> him. The him. Uh Please send us in your MCU, uh, MCU, I kind of went a bit funky there, MCU rankings for episode 100. You have a few days, Friday the 13th, if you can at the latest. It just gives us a bit of freedom in terms of recording times, depending on when we decide to do a recording. Um, And we will make sure that your list is talked about on the show. Because I'd say there's probably going to be a reasonable amount of differences between everybody. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely going to be some similar results between you and me. But I then also think there's going to be quite different parts as I well. I think that maybe the bottom and maybe a bit of the top and then the middle is going yeah, to be I think different. The middle is where I think a lot of people's stuff yeah. will shake up quite a bit. Because I watched one not too long ago and it was quite high on my list and then it moved down a couple of places that is actually the thing is like see since we had this in our mind um for episode 100 i've constantly been looking at my list Mm -hmm. and i keep second guessing myself now and i'm like 
is that really number seven or is it more a number nine? I did mine and then after watching one movie I moved it down and once I've done that then that's my list. It's almost like Ross Geller, you know, once it's laminated, once it's even I still finished, think mine will probably be changing right up until the day we do oh, wow. episode 100. So uh, it can still change quite drastically. So it can. But yes, we want to hear your rankings. We want to talk about them on the show as well. And then once we have them all in before we do the show, we might try and then create like an aggregate list of bringing everyone's together and try and create an average of what everybody's work site has in regards to who's most likely to be number one out of all those picks. But yeah, get those into us. <sighs> it's been a long show. It has been, but then talking about Marvel's always fun. So yeah. talking about Marvel movies in the next one and where they rank and stuff, that's gonna be good fun too. Not that we have to explain our ranking, but then you know like it may be why do we have this over that and why do you have this over that and why Simon is Incredible Hulk and your last pick. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. If you want to, there's, there's, there's going to be dramas. There was because him and I kind of fell out for like all of about two minutes. And uh, while I'm talking about Simon, make sure to check out his YouTube channel. Just type in life, um, life of Simon or something like that. Um, I should really figure that out before I actually. That'll be that. Simon. That'll be ten pounds, please. Thank you very much. Yes. P- please uh, send it to my PayPal. You know the address. Oh, really? Um, has he uh, PayPal'd you stuff before then? No, I'm only joking. Oh, right, okay. I see. <laughs> um, so, okay. If I could figure out where final checks is on my list, um, that would be great. But apparently I don't have it here. Well, anyway, it'll be in the description below. So look in the description before. The Life of Simon, that's what it is. There that's what go. I thought it was. But yeah, take that in. Some great Disney vlogs and things like that. Anything um, for your own little plug? Uh, no, just my... You're just going to be gracious and plug other people today? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I should really try and do that. Um, but yeah, um, just yeah, follow me on Twitter, Vento316, and the same on Instagram as well. I have cons coming up next month in July, so a lot of fun That's amazing. to be we had should, there. We should probably have a big con update in the next show as well. We should do, because did, I take it you saw the big one for London. I've seen some. I've seen some that are going on, but we'll have a talk about that in the next episode. Now... Before we depart, yes, we've pestered you about your MCU lists and all. You're probably sitting here going, right, guys, you have, you're planning on doing a show every week in the run-up to Avengers, but you're saying episode 100 is the week before Avengers, so that leaves us another week between things. Chris, do you want to give them a hint of what that's all about? Yeah, so obviously we've talked about um, films and stuff today, you know, like retro films, but our good friend Michael Lacey kind of came up with this idea, but incorporated superhero movies in this. We're going to kind of take it a little bit further. I've, I've already trademarked it. You get nothing, Mike. Sorry, bye. Yes, so uh, <laughs> you just get our thanks. So thanks. Um which is called Retro Review. So basically, this is going to be like a movie club where Alan and I will pick a movie, we'll watch it, and then we'll kind of talk about the movie. Does it still hold up well? What was our favourite part of the movie? You know, like, um, did the actor play that role particularly well? What we would have done was the differently? C- was the CGI blood good? Yeah, so uh, anything like that there. So Was, was, the, was the cat in it from Red Dwarf? Yeah, so we're going to talk about things like that, things that are interesting to us and hopefully to you as well. So um, what are we going to talk about on the first one then? Or do you want to leave it as a surprise? We'll leave it as a surprise. We'll leave it as a surprise. It may be comic book related. We'll just leave it at that since we're... Well, it is Marvel month, so it's kind of a disappointment to people to say, well, 
it's not. We'll be talking about <laughs> that there anyway, so we'll be doing that in the kind of break between episode this episode and episode 100. Um, so we'll kind of be having that. And that might be a thing going forward because we say we kind of want to scale back. This makes it easier for us if we were to do like just a filler episode for half an hour or an hour if we're pushed for no, time. Chris, nothing is a filler episode. Well, Everything is amazing quality content. Thank okay. you. Well, something that we could even change about, you know, we could do like a retro review of maybe a um, certain wrestling event or a certain um, movie. A bit of variety. Yeah, we can't really do a TV episode unless we're doing, like, say, the pilot episode of, say, Avengers. And there, isn't al- and there isn't always going to be amazing pieces of news every single other week, you know, no, that sort of thing. There's not. In this modern world of the internet, there will always be some form of news, but and it might always be interesting. It. Yeah. But yes, thank you all for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. The clock is ticking towards Infinity War. Ta-da!